Welcome to Step Monster. I'm Bailey and this is Elise. We're two friends who found each other by chance and haven't looked back since. In this podcast, we talk about the highs and lows of what it's like to truly be a stepmom. Grab a drink and join us for this wild ride. Hello, Step Monsters. Welcome back. We are really excited to bring another mini to you today. As a reminder, mini are your stories that you submit that you're asking for a specific advice around. So we take your story, we read it through, give everybody the rundown, and then we give our real-time advice. So I'm going to go ahead and kick this one off. So this particular stepmom says, I was hoping to share my story with you and your viewers in hopes of getting some perspective on dealing with a complicated ex dynamic. I've been with my fiance for four and a half years. We've been engaged for one and a half. We bought a house together, but still don't have a date set to be married. My reluctance is due to his ex-wife. My fiance has two sons, 13 and 10, and we have 50-50. Backstory, I divorced from my first husband for 18 years, and we have a 19-year-old son who's in college. We have an excellent co-parenting relationship that's cordial, and I genuinely adore his new wife and appreciate all she's done to be an amazing stepson for our son over the years. We have zero drama. This issue surrounds my fiance's dreaded ex. (laughs) So my fiance had been divorced for a little over a year when we met. And during the first year of his divorce, his ex-wife would try to manipulate him and try to get him to think they could reconcile so they could raise their kids. Mostly, I believe her motivation was to get out of her parenting duties. His ex-wife had cheated on him during the marriage and continued to carry on the affair relationship, even while they were going through couples counseling. After my fiance determined she would never change and the lies would never stop, he filed for divorce. He knew it was the best. There was no trust in their marriage, but he still struggled with guilt of being divorced and having his kids go back and forth, which, by the way, I think is something that a lot of parents deal with. It's not an ideal scenario, of course. When his ex-wife found out about him dating and our relationship, she began to panic. She started calling him, pleading for their relationship to work. The reconciliation requests were unrelenting. According to my fiance, she had never once expressed interest in things prior to me coming into the picture. Super convenient. I told my fiance that we were dating. The last thing I wanted to do was interfere. He assured me the relationship was over, but six months go by and one day I had a sinking feeling something was off. That night he came over to tell me he was struggling with his divorce and felt like he should try to see if he could work it out with his ex. After six months, I was <laughs> she muted said, and I, I just said, ew. <laughs> You're right. Okay. That's bullshit. After six months, first of all, gets worse. So she says, we broke up that night, had zero contact for two weeks. A little over two weeks later, he reached back out to me and said he made a horrible mistake. He let her guilt him and he loved me and he wanted our relationship back. He told me he discussed his feelings with me or with his ex about me and she agreed they shouldn't be together. Blah, 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 blah. Fast forward to 2021, six months into our new home, and my fiance lets it slip that he accidentally had slept with his ex before coming over to my house to tell me he wanted to work on his marriage. It hit me like a ton of bricks. No shit. Here I was thinking he was such a good guy all along, but he had actually cheated on me with his ex. The response I received that was that this was three years ago, so I shouldn't worry about it now. Meaning they're three years into their relationship and this whole time he's kept the secret from her. Yeah, I'm like thinking, what's the point of telling her now? Like, wow, that's really convenient yeah, that dude, you would wait until you gotta, you're living together. Right, yeah, you got to bury that burden on your own. If you were going to be honest, you should have done it from the get-go. So she says, 
I couldn't help but feel betrayed and lied to, of course, rightfully so. Now that we have a home and are engaged, I feel trapped. My relationship with his ex has never been good anyway, and now I definitely want nothing to do with her knowing this happened. It's hard enough dealing with her, but to imagine your man slept with her during your relationship, I feel so torn and I'm really struggling. And then she goes on to say, like, add on to that, that the ex is basically a consistent narcissistic person. So she sends them with old clothes, two sizes too small. Everything is what best for her. She fakes illness to get out of her parenting time. Like she just, she seems like she is solely focused on herself and is just continuing to make this stepmom's life incredibly difficult. She says, lately due to our arguments, my my fiance has made an effort to hold her feet to the fire and call her out more. But what am I doing? Why am I doing this? How do I get past what happened with the ex knowing she didn't want him back? She just wanted to prove she could if she tried. How do you have a relationship with your partner and your partner's ex if she refuses to be a co-parent and step up as a mom? And I'm still dealing with the guilt of knowing that I am now staying despite the fact that he cheated on me. I don't know what to do. Help. (laughs) Oh my God. Wow. This one's tough. So I have to start off by saying that she said that she feels stuck. I would disagree with that. I think that you're at a really good point where you don't have kids with this man. And if you feel like it's not something that you can get past, which again, rightfully so, that would be very hard to do. I feel like when you're in a situation where you're co-parenting with someone And they have to be involved. Like it's different if you're dating someone and maybe you guys break up, whatever that looks like. Like, I feel like you could go to therapy and and get through it if you found out once you were that committed. But like this woman is going to be in your life for a long time. So like, that's a, that's going to be a mountain that you're going to have to cross and I mean, more power to you if you can, but I feel like that would never leave my mind. I'm kind of with you on that. I have an issue with cheating, period, right? And my issue here is that he waited three years to bring this up, probably because he felt insanely guilty and wanted to just try to be honest. But I have mixed feelings about what, like, who was that benefiting three years later? My opinion on, like, I don't know, I guess... Maybe I have a skewed opinion on this, but for people that cheat on their spouse and wait that long to tell them, I feel like that is a selfish decision on their part. Because in my opinion, they're telling them that because it's they feel guilty, not because it's going to help their relationship or help their partner have a stronger bond with them. Like there's no reason three years down the line and three years into it to tell someone Unless A, you want to end that relationship, or B, you feel guilty and you feel the need to divulge your history. I just, I don't know. I take issue with that. Yeah, same. And she makes reference that bio mom is narcissistic, but I'm getting the same thing about fiance. Like maybe the two of them deserve each other. And it's already, from my perspective, it's already hard enough when you are a stepmom trying to deal with a lot of drama and negativity that goes into people who are not good at co-parenting. Why should you bear this additional burden of like feeling like your second fiddle, even if it was three years ago? 
I don't know. I just like, that doesn't sit well with me. And to your point also, he's being so selfish telling you this now, or he's feeling guilty and like knows that you deserve better. And like, this is your opportunity to say, yeah, you're right. I don't deserve this situation and the added drama. I'm going to bow out now before we have kids together and we really start to create a life where it's going to be much harder emotionally, financially, all the above. Yeah. And the feeling of feeling trapped, I mean, obviously when you own a house together, there's an added layer of complexity there, but you're not married yet. You're not as trapped as you could be two years from now or whenever it is that you end up getting married. That's even more complex to dissolve a relationship after a marriage has happened. And I just, if you're having doubts now and you're feeling this way now, think about what is going to change if I get married. Is getting married going to help me feel better about this situation? Is it going to help me feel better about the ex? Is it going to help me feel better about my current relationship and the fact that he kept a secret from me? Like, or are you always going to be questioning if he kept that secret from me? What other secrets is he keeping from me? And am I ever going to actually be able to trust and love and respect this person as an equal and not hold this over their head? Or is it always going to be in the back of my mind? And is that the relationship you want and deserve? I just, I don't know if I could get married under those circumstances. It's too much. I would agree. And this kind of takes me back to a recent episode that we did about prenups. If I was already second guessing the situation this much, and I still decided to go through and get married, which this wasn't either of our scenarios, but it's just kind of popping into my head for something that people could think about. I would push, especially if you own a house together to have a prenup and have it weighed heavily in your favor Because if this guy is going to try to pull some shit five years from now, like I would make sure my ass was covered 100%. For sure. Yes. Very important. I just... You have to have a a bad rap, but they can be super helpful. But yeah, yeah, I mean, if you're already guessing it now, don't get married. Don't do it. I wish... There's so many stepmoms in our DMs all the time where they're like, my boyfriend and like I'm in this situation. And the way they explain to us how their boyfriends are treating them is sometimes infuriating to me. I'm like, girl, I know you love his kids, but you do not have to sacrifice your own happiness for this relationship because there are kids involved. Kids are resilient. Kids are, there's most of the time younger, like they can bounce back, but you don't have to commit to a sacrificed life of miserableness and unhappiness because you feel obligated to like, where does that sense of obligation come from to stick it out in situations like this? I don't know. And then the other piece to that is, are the kids really going to be that upset? The biggest thing that is going to upset them is their parents getting divorced, which they've already gone through that. So I'm pretty sure if they can handle that, and it may still be like somewhat emotionally damaging for them, you can try to stay connected to them in other ways, but why sacrifice the rest of your life to be with someone who's not going to be a strong partner for you and that you can't have faith in and trust because that's like... I just, yeah, I'm going to be a no on this one. I hate to like give, you know, yes or no, but I'm pretty sure I'd be out. Yeah, No, it's a no for me too. I mean, it's reminiscent of the last mini. So that we recorded too. And I, when we posted the episode on social media, there were a couple people that commented and they were like, girl, get out now, get out while you can. And same sentiment here. I just, 
want to just continue to remind stepmoms that you do not have to sacrifice your happiness and you don't have to step down your expectations of what a relationship could be like and should be like, A, just because there's kids involved, or B, just because you might have some added layers of complexity like owning a house together or car insurance or cell phone bills. All of that stuff can be figured out. You might need to get a lawyer involved or you can figure it out on your own, but those are all things that are surmountable. So don't sacrifice your own happiness for these crazy people. (laughs) Protect your bubble. Yeah, agreed. And also I feel like before you're married, that should be like the fun time. Like I get that you've moved into like having shared responsibilities together, but this shouldn't be like this difficult, right? If you love someone, they love you and you're working towards like, let's really commit to one another. And I don't think having a wedding changes your relationship. I think that it's like the respect you have for one another. And I don't know. I just like, it should be a good, happy time. You may have stress with some of the stuff that you deal with together, but it shouldn't be you. If you're questioning anyone out there, if you're questioning yourself this heavily prior to getting married to someone, just like take a step back and reevaluate the situation. Like talk to your, your family members who know you and love you and get their advice. See what they say, because more often than not, they're going to be your biggest support. Yeah. I mean, contrary to, I think on a recent episode, we were like, be careful with who you ask for advice. But in this situation, when you're like, I just need support, I just need people to reach out to. I mean, obviously you reached out to us. So you're, you're reaching out to people that know your situation and have been there. But yeah, you need people around you that are on your side and you need people that can give you a reality check, which sounds like is might be what's needed right now. And this is a total sidebar, but it's related. So do you watch Love is Blind? Oh my gosh. Yes. I watched. Okay. okay. So I watched the how first have we not season. talked about this. I don't know. Yes. I watched, have you watched the season at all? No, but I've seen like, cause oh you, know, my God. you know, I'm on TikTok. Elise, Elise, you have to watch this season. It's so good. Okay. But where I was going, so you had said something about relationships in the beginning. That's supposed to be like your amazing time. And there are so many of these relationships on the current season of Love is Blind where I'm like, what are you doing? You're fighting. You're having these like nasty blowout arguments. And I understand that their timeline is expedited because they're spending more time together than people would in like, you know, maybe a couple of months dating in aggregate. But still, I'm like, your first year of your relationship at least should be your honeymoon phase. That's your time to have fun. And yeah, have serious conversations too. But you shouldn't be fighting and like, blowing up over super small shit. And that is what's happening in this season. And it's really just me with my wine sitting on the couch, just shouting at these people at the show saying, no, 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 you shouldn't be in this relationship. Don't do it. No. (laughs) Which is very reminiscent of some of the conversations that we have. (laughs) Okay. But isn't it funny because my theory, and I won't go too far down a rabbit hole, but from season one, everybody was like hunky dory in the pods. Like they would have a little bit of drama. Like, oh, do you like Michelle? Totally. Because she told me, you know, da da da. But then I feel like there's that physical connection piece. And like, if you see someone and you're like, oh, not my type. <laughs> so like, maybe they're arguing because they don't know how to say like, oh, we have this great emotional connection. But then I saw the, I saw a little snippet of where that girl, and I don't know her name. She like basically gets to the altar and tells him, 
you're a child. You ruined my self-esteem and totally roasts him. And I'm like, what a queen. I love it. No, you're. I mean, I think you're right. And I think the show proves love is, in fact, not blind. (laughs) My husband and I talk about that all the time. But yeah, but just be honest with each other. And some of the ways they treat each other on these shows, I'm like, dude, in no normal scenario would you ever agree to A, be in a relationship with this person, B, be married to this person. Like, absolutely not. So yeah, just overall message here is stop sacrificing, stop settling. Just don't settle. That's that's my, my mic drop moment. Well, I almost wonder if people in these types of relationships feel like they can't do any better. And so maybe they're accepting what they shouldn't accept because they feel like there's nothing else out there. And I'm here to tell you, I've been in bad relationships. Same. And I've been in really good relationships that just something was missing and I decided to leave and it was hard, but am I in like the most perfect marriage? No, no, like no relationship is going to be perfect. We obviously have this podcast, so we've got drama and stressors, but I would fight for what I have now over what I left any day. And I think until you can feel confident saying that, like, regardless of what happens, well, of course there's limits, but the way that I know this person and the way that they are, I know how they would act in certain situations. And like, I would fight for this relationship until you can feel confident saying that. And your partner can feel confident saying that. I just think you got to like slow it down. Not to Agreed. beat a dead horse. Yes, that's a that's a good litmus test, I think, and a good filter to put on on some of those. So obviously, I mean, this stepmom situation is super difficult, as are all of the submissions that we get for minisodes. I would tell you, reading through some of these, I mean, they're they're more than just an email to us. It's really an outpouring of your feelings and the safe space for you to vent and. We have so many submissions of these, and I really wish we could get to all of them. Maybe someday we will get caught up, but I really appreciate everyone still sending in their stories. We do read all of the emails, even though we may not necessarily respond or record a specific episode for you, but we are so grateful nonetheless. And if you are listening and you want to submit your story, you can do that at stepmonsterpodcast at gmail.com. And if you have feedback for us or you have advice for the stepmom, we always post the episode screenshot on Instagram. So you are welcome to give your feedback there or any solicited advice that you might have for the one that submitted this one. But thank you for listening and we will see you next time. We appreciate you ladies. Bye. And gents. Bye.